we market a position, which means we, we, in order to stand out, we have to be able to differentiate ourselves and differentiate our position and what makes us different and why and how. Hey entrepreneurs, are you running around multitasking, always rushing to get to the next thing, working insane hours like I did for years? Listen, one day I nearly electrocuted myself because I was in such a rush. It was the wake-up call that I needed. I had subscribed to the old way of doing things, grinding it out, thinking long hours and hard work was just me paying my dues. I was wrong and it was costing me. I finally realized it was the things I implemented right now that gave me the biggest results in my business. So the big question is, what should you be doing right now in your business? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips. No glory, just the raw goods and fascinating conversations so we can get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, I am Chris Ward and this is Now Your Business. I am super excited to have our next guest. With over eight years in the PR industry, Kristen Hinman experienced firsthand what it takes to move a personality or brand from unknown to known. What Kristen realized is that PR and exposure is a powerful tool for exposure and recognition, but the journey doesn't end with being known. Actually, that's the starting point. The bottom line is if you want to find lasting success, you must channel your celebrity momentum into a strategic plan that positions you in today's digital world. Kristen is the founder and creative director of digital marketing agency, Pair Media. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. I'm so excited. Let's do it. Awesome. So why don't you jump in and tell us, for those who are not lucky enough to know you yet, give me a little bit of your backstory and what got you into PR and uh, or got you here and what really is PR? Yeah, that's a lot of questions in one, but I'll tackle them all. Um, yeah, I started my, I launched my agency in March of 2016, and it was coming from a background of doing really high-level publicity for clients, meaning we wouldn't pay, you know, if you're not familiar with what, with what PR or publicity is, it's not advertising, but we'd actually appear in segments of TV shows. And so I had the great fortune of getting to work with some amazing like media legends, Barbara Walters, Anderson Cooper, Dr. Oz, all of these, you know, just huge personalities. And what would happen is my clients would get on these shows. As you can imagine, if you're on a show like Good Morning America or the Today Show or the New York Times, you get this, you get a ton of exposure. Those types of platforms reach millions of people every single day and were part of a story, not an advertisement. So my clients would experience these huge spikes in people knowing about them and calling them and messaging them, and then it would die. So I saw that they would become really dependent on this exposure that I talk about, kind of like you said in your very lovely intro, is that they thought that once I'm on a show like this, I've made it, I've arrived. I mean, I know that you see it a lot in people you work with. It's sort of this idea of when when we're in business or we're doing something or we're, we're put out there, it's enough. And the truth is it's not enough. It's not enough to simply be in business. And so what I did, um, you know, when I launched my agency is I, I knew that there was a better way to really keep that exposure going and have it being leveraged for my clients. And so, you know, right. What I like to say is I kind of combine the best of both worlds is taking that massive type of exposure 
and it doesn't necessarily need to be the Today Show. I mean, sometimes PRs can, PR or publicity can be things like referrals, word of mouth, people talking about you, all of that is kind of good word publicity. But really taking that kind of celebrity that I think every brand and business owner has and leveraging it into new opportunities, telling their story, and really unlocking some of those unique aspects of their positioning. Yeah. And you know what? That is an amazing story. Thanks for sharing your background with us. And of course, it's impressive. And what I want to say, though, I think the biggest thing I learned from you when we start working together is, you know, we all sit there and to our listeners who are listening right now, you think, well, please, I'm not, I'm not going to get to be on those shows. And, and I know for myself, when I wrote my book, I thought, okay, please, please, please just get this book done. And I was so excited it was done. I thought that was the mountain I had to climb. But of course, Sadly, that was the easy part is now getting the message out. And so what I thought a PR strategy or training was, was for someone that had arrived that, you know, would get on those TV shows. So I didn't see that as something that was going to be in my toolkit. And I think that's a, a, that's a huge misunderstanding. Would you, would you agree? I would agree. And I, I totally agree. It's something that we work through a lot is the fact that just because the book is done you know, you feel this huge sense of accomplishment, but no one knows about it. Right. And so you're right. You don't necessarily need some big grand strategy because let's face it, not everyone's going to get on the Today Show or Good Morning America. I mean, a lot of people have those types of hits. They're called hits in publicity as like the holy grail. But really, you need to leverage kind of what, what we worked on is really just leveraging the assets that you already had. And just putting a basic strategy in place and starting to go after it. And it snowballed. I mean, you, I'm sure you've shared and you can talk firsthand about how this is just snowballed. And it's not, and it doesn't come from, like, you don't do the Today Show first and then fill in all the rest. You actually fill in all the rest and you earn the momentum and gain the momentum to go into doing bigger things. Bigger yeah. opportunities, book deals, new books, um, new courses, whatever, you know, whatever works for you and your business. Yeah. And I think for me, the, which was a constant awakening is understanding that PR, you know, again, we, we are so brainwashed to seeing that with celebrities and see it on TV and, you know, their PR agents at this or whatever, but PR is, you know, making you known in your world. So you definitely can, you should have a PR strategy, like, you know, no matter how small your business is, if you want to be known, I mean, that was just such a huge awakening for me. What would be you know, uh, some of the biggest misunderstandings, you've, you've touched on a couple, but for someone like entrepreneur or smaller business, give us like one or two things that are constantly misunderstood. Where are we going wrong with PR? Mm. I think one of the things that I see actually most traditional PR for, for firms do wrong and entrepreneurs is this idea that simply because you're doing something cool that you sort of um, like you deserve or like feel entitled to some type of coverage or exposure or like people talking about you. And what I actually, you know, when you boil it down, it's all about telling a story. It's about telling your story in a way that's going to resonate with people. And so I'm really big on taking that aspect of telling a story because that, that was one of the huge skill sets that I developed in my time in that PR world is this ability to really quickly distill down someone's story and tell it in a way that's going to be compelling both to the person I'm talking to in the media, but more importantly for their audience, the people who are going to benefit from and listen to it and who are going to hear it and resonate with it. 
So I think that the ability to tell a story and to communicate that to people that you're trying to reach is a huge skill set that most people do wrong. Because what I see most people do, for instance, is they will, they will um, and I see this a lot on social media, they'll promote something like, for instance, hey, I have a new book. It's so great. I spent all this time writing it. But that's not a story. That's like you bragging about yourself or you tell, those are the okay. details. But let no, me I'm jump- not saying you did this. <laughs> no, no, but let me jump in. I do want to admit to this. Let me jump in. I wrote a book, Win the Hour, Win the Day, and people were telling me that it was really good and that it was a simple strategy. It was refreshing and easy and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm owning up because I know you won't throw me to the wolves. And I'm saying, okay, when I was talking to you, I'm like, well, can I, when I'm doing a pitch to be on somebody else's podcast, can I say, look, it's a really good book. I know everyone says that, but I'm telling you it's a really good book. And as you said nicely to me, being in business is not enough. That's nice. You wrote a book. Who cares? And you know what? That was such a, a powerful learning for me. It's like, oh my gosh, I worked, I sweated, I got this book, all the decisions, making the cover. I mean, it was like this huge monster that, you know, I understand why so many people have dreams about writing books and don't write it. And yet there was no parade that came down the street when I finished the book. And you kept telling me, I need to give people a reason to care. Like, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I know yeah, you didn't hand me out, but that, that's true. And, and I can see how people buy into that. Yeah. And here's the thing too, because I want to relate it to people who are listening, who maybe don't even have the cl- a slightest clue what a PR strategy is. It comes down to just how you communicate your story. Because yeah. it's yeah. a different tone when you say, hey, I've written a book as opposed to like this book came out of one of the most, you know, darkest times of my life, which in your case is true, but here's what I learned from it. And here's what I want you to take out of it. That's a different tone than, Oh my God, I wrote a book and I think it's the best thing ever. Trust me, this is going to help you. No one relates to that on a, like on a personal level, we want to, we want to connect and have conversations with people. And I think we do that through stories. And the second thing I see is that, when we go to start marketing that, what most people do is they market that book. And what we need, what you need to remember if you're listening or watching or whatever it is, we market a position, which means we, we, in order to stand out, we have to be able to differentiate ourselves and differentiate our position and what makes us different and why and how. And that comes from really understanding what your story is and being able to position it and tell it in a, in a way that resonates with people and, and gets them to be attracted to you, really. Yeah. And, you know, we've had this conversation. So I'm, I'm so blessed to have this podcast here. But this came out of me doing so many podcasts uh, as a guest on so many other podcasts. And it just evolved to this. But what I heard constantly uh, was people would tell me like, oh my gosh, one guy said, listen, we get a hundred percent of our guests from a PR agency. They're vetted, they're prepared. We, it's all taken care of. We don't deal with regular folks, but we are going to interview you because of your pitch. And you know, that's such a big thing. And I get that all the time is how I present myself, my story and how I display myself and connect mm-hmm. with them. And they tell me all the time. And we've had some really amazing guests on this show already in my short little life. And they each explained to me, like, you, you got me because of how you 
sort of cut through everything and reached me. And in that case, it was a pitch for them to be on my show, but still at the end of the day, it was PR. So I guess what I want the listeners to hear is you don't have to have written a book. You don't need to be a celebrity, whatever it is. What I'm now coming to understand is whatever it is you want, you need PR to kind of get where you want to be or to get what you want, really. Wanting meaning like yeah. I wanted to be interviewed. I wanted to be on their show, that kind of thing. And you, and yeah, and being able to ask for it. Yeah. I think that was a huge thing. Um, and I, what I want to really call out in what you said is that there's so much noise out there and you have to, like, this is going to sound not really nice, but <laughs> not very nice, but people just don't care and they don't care about you. And they, all, all they care about are themselves. And sometimes what they care about in the sense of, in the sense of the media is how will this help the people I'm trying to help? And so there, there's a delicate balance of understanding, okay, what value can I provide to you and how can I communicate that in a pitch, in a social media post, in an email, as opposed to what most people do. I think they make it about themselves. Hey, I spent all this time and I mm -hmm. did this and don't you want to buy this from me? And why, like, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Why don't you guys want to buy this? As opposed to being really clear on like, hey, you have a problem. You need really great guests for your show who are articulate and have a great story and can help your audience, and I can solve that problem. And here's how. And that just cuts right through the noise. And then we added a couple extra little things in there, which um, really put it over the edge, but we kept it super simple. I mean, you were sending two line emails, and yeah. the first one you sent out, you got booked because we followed, like, we really just distilled it down to your story. But more importantly, we made it important to the person who would be receiving that message, and we made it stand out. Yeah. And we had that gentleman on the show and I think we may have talked about the show and that was Jeff Brown. And he only on read to lead only does authors and the largest percentage of them were New York best uh, sellers. And I, I mean, I didn't even kind of understand that when I sent it to him really, to be honest, I sent it to him as an exercise of learning to send a pitch. Like I just thought if he opens it and denies me, I'm like, but he, he opened it. That's all, that's all I wanted. It was like Rocky. I just wanted to stay in the fight. <laughs> I didn't expect to get on the show and I couldn't believe I got on the show. And it was totally because of, of my pitch. And that was all about PR. So it really is well, super, yeah, and super I think, amazing. I think too, staying with the boxing analogy is yeah. like most people think that, you know, you show up, like in, in this case, that example you're using, all of the training and preparation for the fight, so to speak, happened yeah. beforehand. When you sent the pitch, you were, we were so ready. Like we actually, even though you didn't feel it at the time, we had actually done all the training behind the scenes yeah. um, so that you could then execute on, like on the fight, essentially. And when yeah. you're watching a boxing match, you're actually watching all the training and preparation that those people put into it. And the fight's kind of like the, the fun part and the icing on the cake, which in this case, I think is a good metaphor. Yeah, no, and I totally see that because I see that online. I know a lot of people um, that I work with now with other podcasters and they complain about that. Is it something you just give them this one line or say something about their show? And, and here's another thing, boy, oh boy, this isn't, I don't, I don't know if you consider this PR or not, but do your homework. Like people will tell me that somebody sent a pitch and they got their name wrong or the show name wrong or they, they didn't make reference to the show. Like I always listened to their show and gave them, you know, some sort of compliment or said, here's what I appreciate about what you, your journey, what you're doing. But I did my homework. Like I knew them. I'm not just, you know, you just, you just got to do the homework too. 
Yeah. And that's why you've been so successful is because you actually took the time to be in conversation with them and know what they stand for and actually consider, would I be a right fit for their show? Could I help their audience? As opposed yeah. to mass sending, you know, what most companies do is mass send form emails yes. out to the same thousand shows and hope that something sticks. Yeah, absolutely. Now we talk here often about now your business. What could you do now? What's the next thing now for your business? And, and what we went, want is we have experts like you sharing how we can get some tips from that, but we also want you to sort of pull back the, the curtains in your business and show us behind the scenes. Can you tell us mm -hmm. learning points? Um, because it, everybody feels like, you know, when they hear somebody who's got some level of expertise, it always seems bigger than what you have. And you think, oh, I'm not there yet, whatever. So I like to hear some pain points or growth or, or what are you doing in your business that makes you human and makes you an entrepreneur? What is your next, I wish I could do that now kind of thing? Yeah, you know, the biggest thing for me um, has been to have a mentor. And I didn't realize it early on how important that would be. But having someone who's already been where I've been and being able to uh, not completely eliminate the mistakes, but to show me where the roadblocks were. And that has been instrumental in, I, I think, what I've been able to achieve in such a short amount of time. I also think that I'm really willing to be brutally uh, honest and take responsibility for everything I do. And so what that means is that if I am, um, I'm willing to call myself out, like if I don't do the work or if I haven't, if I've been slacking somewhere and not from a place of making myself feel bad, but like, oh, hey, this is actually what's going on because it's only from a place of context of actually knowing what is and what isn't that you can fill in the gap. And the, the last thing I see that actually I think most people do is they let this fear of perfectionism hold them back. Mm. And so I think, you know, I, I, in fact, uh, it's going to sound contradictory to what I just said, but you and I worked together and we were prepared because I kind of had this knowledge. You weren't figuring it out yourself. But uh, we didn't like we didn't let that hold us back for any amount of time. I like to say to take messy action, to start before you're ready, come up with at least a basic strategy and a period of time that you want to test something or try something and actually go after it methodically and do it and put yourself out there and start before you're ready, because that's the only way you'll know. I mean, you say this all the time. You don't get a six pack by reading a book about it. Yeah, you don't get yeah. nice toned arms. You don't get yeah. nice toned arms by reading about push-ups. Yeah. You know, it's the yeah, same absolutely. thing with being in business. You have to be in action. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, that was something that I, and they've heard that on the show as well. I got called out by the mighty and the profound Jim Edwards. And I was talking about, you know, I had this big argument for a long time. It's not that I'm trying to be perfect. I just always wanted to show up and be prepared and be respectful. So I always felt like I had to get it right, but you're never, ever, ever going to get it right by yourself. And now I kind of compare it to like, let's say I ask somebody out to go out on a date and then you write this whole agenda down, like we're going to go here and do this and do that. And we have this whole beautiful evening on paper, but until you get out and you find that that person doesn't like Chinese food and it snowed, so you can't take that route to get there. Like you may <laughs> still have a wonderful date, but the plan all changed when you got participants in it. Right. So I have since learned that too. And, and it was really interesting. I don't know if you remember, 
But when we first, I first started sending out a couple of my first pitches at the time I'd had allergic reaction and my all underneath my eyes were cracking and sore and it hurt when I blink and my eyelids were peeling. And I was like, I didn't want to sound vain and say, well, I can't send out these videos. And then I even tried one time, I showed it to you. I'm like, okay, is this good? And I tried to do it outside and I put on sunglasses. You're like, people can't see in your eyes, take the sunglasses off. And I was like, okay, well that's hideous. So so I looked like one of those people, like on Star Trek, where they start to age you around the eyes to show time has passed. And I thought, well, this just sounds ridiculous if I come up with, oh, I can't, I can't send this out now because I'm not what, like I don't look good enough. So I did. I sent them out and I got pitches and, and hopefully they thought I was better than the video when I showed up. But it <laughs> is, there's always a reason. I there's always a reason why you think it's not the time. Always. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that must be the basis of everything you do. Yeah, I think, I mean, just being willing to put myself out there and honestly fail at a lot of things um, and keep making mistakes. I, I, I remember when I first, first started my business, you know, I was, I was going after some of these clients that I had worked with in the PR industry. And I had, like I was just saying, I have all these great credentials and experience but I really felt like I was moving into something new. And so what I was doing is I was, I was essentially undercutting my services to basically nothing and like, Hey, give me a chance. And it's the wrong, you know, yeah. what I realized quickly because I, I couldn't sustain it. And everyone I think hits this point where it's like, you either keep going or you turn around and go back. And I was at that point where either I had to keep going or I could choose to turn around and go back and get a job. And I was like, no, this is going to work. And so you have to sort of figure out what works for you. Cause there's a fine line too, right. Of just trying everything and getting distracted by everything. But instead of like being very focused on like, okay, this makes the most sense for where I am right now. It's what I can do. It's what I feel comfortable in. Um, although maybe feeling comfortable is a bad word because you'll never be comfortable enough to get going, right. but just being willing to go and being willing, okay, this is what I know. This is where I want to go. This is where I hope to go. Let's see where I actually end up. And it's that constant buildup of momentum of like taking action and doing it again and again and learning and getting better and building on everything that, that happens that creates success in any business. You know what? And thank you for sharing that with me. Cause I remember that way back sort of when we were business buddies and you would be downplaying your PR experience. And all of a sudden I seen this picture of you and Barbara Walters. I'm like, why is that not everywhere? And you're like, Oh, well, yeah. and there you were on the, you know, the doctor show. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So what was really interesting to me and this, you know, shows one of the areas I still struggle with. And we've talked about this is being vulnerable and you know, that's still a push and pull for me. But for you, it was like, you know, it's really great to hear somebody who has such training in PR still in the beginning, you want to navigate your story a little bit and get confident with your PR, which then lets mm -hmm. us all know, well, no wonder I struggled with my story and my PR. If a PR person still being human first says, oh, okay, I don't want to put that out there all the time in case people think I'm, I don't know what, bragging or whatever. So it's really great to hear that even, you know, a PR person is human and has to look at their PR. Yeah, I think it's hardest to turn the mirror on ourselves, right? Like yeah. I, I feel like both of us are really good when we work with clients to say, hey, let's do this, this, and this. And I think it's because typically when we work with people, we're usually working with people who are kind of like us, you know, they're, 
they're try, willing to try and put themselves out there. And so when, when we consult or coach or whatever, or work with them in the agency, it's, it's a matter of degree, like, hey, actually kind of go this way. But when you turn it back on yourself, oh, yeah. you're too yeah. in, you're too in it. Like you're just, you know, you, you, you have to, as my skill set in this has gotten better, but I have to be able to step back so that I can then look at my business like a client instead of me and, you know, all the preconceived notions I have. But I do, I think it's, I think it's important to own your story. That is a really powerful tip. And that's something I've tried to do all over time as well. You have to look at yourself in the business as a client and meaning I have to work on, treat my company as a client, make sure that they get the same amount of time that my clients get. And I think we, of course, push that to the end of the day. And I talk about that and win the hour, mm-hmm. win the day. And that is really you know, interesting to me because we always have this reason why we're the exception. Like I talk about that in my book where time management and there's all these studies about multitasking and how damaging it was to productivity and everything like that. But I thought, no, no, I care so much about my business. Somehow my brain is different than all the brains that they studied in Harvard. Like I'm this (laughs) miracle, right? Because I thought I was so committed to the business. And like you're saying, well, yes, I'm all about PR and here's what you need to do and why you need to do it. But I'm a different situation, right? So we always have a reason why, you know, this is good for you, but I'm a different story. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I'm hoping someone can relate to this at the time for me, I was really new to that transition. Yeah. I had just left my career. I didn't like, I knew nothing about nothing about running a business or having my own agency other than kind of the experience I had had under the partner I had previously. But I really, you know, I, I knew where I wanted to go. I wasn't quite sure how to get there. And there was, you know, some things I was working through internally about even kind of owning that story, which I know you can relate to on a much higher level, but it's like part of it is, is yeah. sort of that own, you know, embracing what you have and not from a, you know, Hey, this is literally where I am right now. Um, you guys can take it or leave it, but this, honestly, this is where I am. So <laughs> as opposed to feeling like you have to hide it or change it or like be ashamed of it, as yeah. soon as I was willing to own it and step into it, everything changed in and terms you know, of owning my story. Yeah. And I can see how that would happen. You thought it's almost like we all have different sections of our life. So you thought, oh, I have this experience in my career. It's PR, but somehow that door closed and I'm a newbie as an entrepreneur. And so it, you know, even though they're very, that's what you it's very transitional uh, and you can transfer those skills, you know, you get caught up in the newness of being an entrepreneur and all of a sudden you forget what you, what you, what you bring to the game, right? Well, yeah. that, those are really good points. Well, Kristen, this has been all kinds of fun. We could talk to you for days. We probably have to have you back another time. So tell us, uh, Miss PR, where could people find you? They want to reach out and get to know you and see what you're doing. Where, where could they find you? Yeah, the best place is Instagram. So my handle is Kristen underscore Hinman, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-H-I-N-M-A-N. Um, and if something I've said resonates with you, please shoot me a DM and let's chat. I love to just have conversations with people and connect. Um, you know, I think I feel like we need to get back to social media being social and I think it's moving that way. And so I'd love to, I'd love to just hear from you if you listen to the show. 
Yes, and we'll put that in the show notes as well for check for that there, people, uh, everyone, so you can get make sure if you missed the spelling there. And we do talk about that. It's come up repeatedly, and I know that's something I struggled with. It's the being social and social media. It's not somewhere, you know, not that I was going out blasting people, but, you know, forgetting that it, you, you come and you just open yourself to not presenting yourself as a professional, but talking to someone just as a fellow business person instead of trying to have all your ducks in a row. That's something I had to overcome. So yeah. Yeah. And I have, I mean, I have, and I have several ways people can work with me, but honestly, I really don't know if I can even help unless we talk first and I'm very happy to point people in the right direction too, if they have questions. So Well, I hope you got as much of this conversation as I did, everyone. So I want to thank you again, Kristen, for joining us today. Lots of value bombs. And uh, people, thanks again for listening to Now Your Business. And can't wait to see you at the next episode. Thanks so much. This is Chris Ward. Have an awesome day. If you've enjoyed our show, please do leave a review. Right now, we are giving away a free audio version of Win the Hour, Win the Day, valued at $15, but we know people that's worth more than that because it could help you eliminate 80% of your to-do list and 100% of your guilt. So until our next show, thank you again for joining us.